Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Rappin'. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. I am one of your two podcast hosts. I am Jamie Lorello. On the other end of things is a DP McCambridge, and we come together every two weeks to discuss a great or a movie (laughs) (laughs) from the 80s. Well, you really caught yourself very early this time. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a great movie because it's from the 80s. That's the bottom line. Right? Sure. Yeah, we haven't run into a bad one yet. No, we have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Hence the titular title. Yeah. Um, we are here today <laughs> to celebrate um, Doug's version of Black History. <laughs> oh, no. That sounds <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to throw you under the bus. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. No. Um, no, we are here to celebrate Black History Month. And when we do that, we... we as DP explained prior to, um, well, we were recording, but we weren't yeah, really recording. We hadn't started. He he gave us an inside scoop into the research he does for these um, these picks that he has that are timely like this, and it involves Google and some pretty just simple words. <laughs> what? Wait a second. Hold on. I think it's important to for it's the listeners to know of that none of that those words are racist. <laughs> Oh, no, like, no, 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 I no. feel like no. the way you presented that was oh. like, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to mention what Doug said earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess they did. Right, say, yes. As if you were over there just like right. N-wording it out or something. Wow, no, no, no. man. Yeah, I mean. I, <laughs> if anybody knows you, too, they're like, wow. Who <laughs> knew? Who, who no, knew? Who, who knew? With his love of breaking, who knew that these <laughs> thoughts were going on? No, but it does – what it shows you too – okay, so if you look probably at any of these yeah. movies, but I definitely looked at this one because I was like, who is writing these rap lyrics? This doesn't seem like <laughs> – It seems lazy, I have to say. It seems very – I'm not going to – I don't mean to sound whatever, but I'll just say, like, these are – the whole rest of the movie except the cast was made by old white men. Did you look at a and, picture of the director? Did, yes. Did, <laughs> like, if I gave you – Eight different headshots of people who may have directed this movie. I don't care what those other people looked like. This guy would be bottom of the list of assumed <laughs> directors. And this guy right. directed Breakin' as well. Yeah, yeah. He's he. Well, and in one way, I was like, well, I guess I, I think that's kind of cool. Sure. This is, you know, this is the genre <clears throat> they're getting into. And this is what they're, you know, they're having fun with yeah. it. And these are definitely, they're fun. I'll say even this. Yeah. This is fun. Oh. I, I'm, I'm not sure at times what's happening and how I don't take it very seriously. You're not supposed to, right? It's called. I hope rapping. not. But there's someone 
Well, maybe someone maybe perhaps dies to. of hypothermia in this movie, Jamie. So maybe we are supposed to take. <laughs> no, this she seriously. wasn't quite dead because she was, but she was under duress. For they sure. wrapped this person yeah. up like a mummy and just brought them out. Like I, well, I could not tell. They needed to be wrapped and warm. I know, and the screams that that woman gives. She is a Pittsburgh local. I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah, that whole family. Yeah, this woman works for the local Pittsburgh theater, and was this was a big deal. Her rap at the end was pretty great honestly yeah exactly i agree <laughs> when we were first introduced to her she like she looks like she's in a different movie we've all seen that picture of that woman it's a black and white photo from the dust bowl era yeah <laughs> like yeah. that is yeah. what this family is yeah they're not part of they're like in the potato famine yeah they're uh, out in oklahoma somewhere and they got somehow transported here for this movie (laughs) even the little girl she's like with her bang sing to me my little friend my little neighborhood she reminded me of the girl from national lampoon's christmas vacation who was like fell down a well and then was kicked in the head by a (laughs) mule or something like she had that look about her Oh my god. My I hate to ruin this right now. I was waiting till we got here, but you brought it up. When those children are rapping to other children, <laughs> that's my favorite part of this whole movie. Me too. I, me too. I loved it. I felt me too. It looked so like they broke out of going. And they just assembled in the streets to have these to have these children serenade them with songs about their boyfriends cheating on them. That was the other thing about the what the song choice was. I was like, wait. We have such lighter song. Like one guy earlier sang about eating. You're singing about loving someone and you're eight? What is happening but here? But then lyrics were sprinkled in like, golly gee, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, well, that seems appropriate. And the little kids when they're clapping along and all the close-ups of their oh, hands. The white girl's up. wearing a Smurfs hat. I loved it. That was I was laughing so hard alone watching this on my phone. I was laughing Just giggling at it. Oh, you watched it on your phone? I did, yeah. This is this is big screen viewing for sure. <laughs> I agree. I mean the, the filmmaker's intent was not for me to sit on the couch and watch this on my phone when a TV's right there in front of me. I could yeah. have easily yeah. just you done that. You should have. You should have. All right. Well, it is. It is for those of you. I yes. love them. We do this right oh. in our intro. We kind of already talk about what we're about to talk about, and it's like the listeners have to piece together well, if they know I it. It's like solving back. the like, puzzle. I can't not. Especially, yeah. You can't not jump into this. Rap. You can't not rap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this guy can't rapping with an apostrophe at the end, just like breaking. Which makes me want, like, is this a series of films? Like, I think so. I think. I think it was. I think they are. Same and director. I think and I think the music guy is the same. Oh, I didn't. Maybe? I didn't look into that. I felt like there were some other um, synchronicities. But there's. But the, other than that, though, I didn't mm. notice any crossover. It's not like mm. JCVD showed up or something like that. Just to no, dance but in the this background. isn't dancing. Although there oh, was Ice some dancing. Ice T was in both. So, oh, was yeah. he? Mm-hmm. Good job, Ice T. <laughs> <Ice-T. laughs> I can imagine, and I can't remember. Whatever he does in Breaking, I have no idea. It's probably better than this. Yeah, this this wasn't it. Well, I mean, he was rapping. He, wa- hence, he was hence rapping. Hence the title. He was rapping. Yeah. And he was rapping for a record label. Professional recording artist Ice-T raps in this movie. And the producer's like, meh, I don't know. Not great. 
Well, the tea was just waiting for somebody to sing about drinking. <laughs> Your liver's fucked. Don't drink no vodka. And I was like, what? What's going on? And this guy is drooling over this. He's like, that was the greatest thing I've heard all Gives day. Gives him the money out of his pocket. It's like, here, I've got $200 cash right here in my pocket. This is hey. how terrible a businessman I am. Show up. And I'll just <laughs> I like that he preludes it with that. Immediately, it's just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. All right, let's get into this because there's stuff that happens that we, with the Dixie and the, yeah. Okay, all right. So it's rapping. It's from 1985. 85, yeah. okay. <clears throat> this is a movie okay. that we could, uh, I mean, we would never do this with the movies we cover. We could talk about this for a total of 15 minutes or three hours, I feel like. Mm. like either mm-hmm. one. If we skipped all the songs, there's nothing here, to be honest. Oh, no. No. I looked it up because I was keeping track, and I wish I kept track with all of these types of movies that we've done. I was counting at one point. I was like, we're up to 13 songs in this. Is that how yeah. many? In the end, we are credited with 17 songs. It's, it's a musical. And I, it's a musical. Yes. And I feel like that's low. There has to be. I don't know if the alcohol song counts as a song. I don't know if rapping a few yeah, lyrics. Yeah, there's a couple of times where he's talking but rapping because it's what he does, right? That's, that's why. It's, it's not just, just what he does, Jamie. It's what everybody does. The whole neighborhood this, this does. This entire community communicates through rap lyrics. And the most tame rap lyrics Even grandma. Even grandma. Oh, yeah. Very tame. <laughs> oh, the grandma. She's like, it's time to do your homework. After they just sang a song and they're like, you know what we love? Women with gigantic asses. <laughs> did they sing about they, big booties they on They did, yes. To they their did. grandmother when he oh, just got out of prison brothers. and then wants their to go brothers. hang out. Well, so that's where we yes. start. We start in, in oh, someone's getting out of jail. Yes. That's, and taking a bus ride um, and rapping yeah. in that bus ride to uh, back to Pittsburgh. So, so very quickly here, any time in this podcast we see the Canon Films logo, I know we're either in for a special treat of a movie that's so bad it's hilarious or something that's going to be really, really awful like missing an action too. So when I see that logo, I kind of like, oh, there, there's just a bit. There's where like I just a kind of like, all right, yeah, a panicked thrill. Got, gonna, yeah, <laughs> this could go only one of two directions. There's nowhere in the middle that any of these movies mm-mm. land. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So Cannon brings it in for us. Yeah, that's what you're saying. And here you are, just saying, I'm in for something. Yeah, and this guy, yeah. uh, played by Mario Van Peebles is mm-hmm. his name is hood what's his first name johnny, johnny or john hood john hood but they call him rapping hood that is what they right? call him <laughs> and during this first scene and he is like the robin hood of his neighborhood I, he beca- right? i think that's, that's a good maybe question. what he was before yeah. too no I understand that the filmmakers want us to think that. And there's only a couple examples. When they do give food to people and then they give them gas, I kind of, mm-hmm. uh, yes, that's the most Robin Hoodie things that are going on here. 
But also, at some point in this movie, the entire community is just like, where's John? Because we need somebody. Yeah. Like, we need help here. And he's the only one who can help us. And we really don't get, we don't get back. I don't know what they did with all his years that were in jail. Yeah, no, we don't. And he apparently got a haircut, too. They When he gets back in and the neighborhood's greeting him, they're all like, oh, I see you cut your hair in jail. I'm like, what did his hair yeah, look like what before? I need a picture. I need, like, somebody <laughs> to open too. a senior yearbook. Grammy's got to have something hanging up in her house. Like... <laughs> So I can get a view. Like, what's what's this hair situation? His, because they all seem to be mentioning his it. prison sentence is vague at best. At one point, he's like, yeah. "I hurt someone permanently," and I'm like, "Did you murder a person?" Because <laughs> I, I heard he says that this last time I hurt someone, it was permanent. I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, did "Oh he, no!" Did can he? that person never walk again? Are they dead? Like, what is the issue here? What is what is your definition of permanent? Right. Elaborate. There on will that. always be a scar on that man's face. <laughs> did you pull? Is there a missing finger involved, or is it limbs? What's yeah, happening? Also, no idea yeah, how long he's been gone no. as well. Enough, long <laughs> enough to to be missed because they're excited to have him. He back. doesn't even say to his little brother like, "Oh, you've grown up so you've much." <laughs> he could no, have been like a no. month and a half. I have no yeah. idea. We don't know. We don't know. Oh, we, we don't need to know. We just need to know he was away. He did some hard time. And now he's coming back. Yeah. Kind of the same, but a little bit new. A little right? bit new. He's... Yeah. <laughs> prison, this movie makes you believe prison reform is real. Like that is, yes. you know, you go in a hardened criminal and you come out someone who's just now there to do good. The prison system works wonderfully. It does. It does. Yes. And he doesn't want to. At least the I Pittsburgh think he prison must have... system. Right. Well, we think. Was he in Pittsburgh? I don't know. He took the bus back. Oh, did he? he? Was somewhere I thought else he just PA. walked. I thought it was right down the street. <laughs> no, there's a whole, there's him riding the bus and getting welcomed back into the neighborhood after his long bus ride. And he hops off the bus and immediately it's like the whole neighborhood is like greeting him. There's a guy that he sees on the street that looks rough and tough. And I think they're going to arm wrestle in the air, like without a table yep. at first. <laughs> like and then they dance together. <laughs> Yeah, they threaten an over-the-top situation, but it does yeah. become just <laughs> and them it dancing. Manifest. Yeah, Mm-mm. and that's um, that's his gang. We see that he has a gang. He has a crew. They're Most excited of them to see are him. Kind of faceless. One guy appears to work at some sort of food loading dock. Yeah, there's a guy who's again slightly overweight. He's not yeah. dangerously obese, but his character is. I love to eat. There's uh, mm-hmm. ER star Eric LaSalle, who's uh-huh. just called Ice. And I assume, I'm making this backstory up, that he was in charge of the gang while Mario Van Peebles I think so. I think that's the vibe I get. Ice seems to be, even at one point, Ice follow, like follows him to his rival's place. And when he shows up there, he's like, I followed you. Yeah. Like, Ice seems to be his right-hand man. Yes. And he's, he's the... Um, Mario Van Peoples has has some muscle on oh. him, especially because he's been in the in the clinker. But um, he's Ice is the taller. He's the tallest of them and looks a, a bit more intimidating than the rest. We'll say. Yeah, I would say Ice looks intimidating. Mario Van Peebles just looks beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> you sent me. I'm going to tell <laughs> listeners. DP sent me this beautiful black and white headshot of Mario Van Peebles from this movie. I did. I had <laughs> to find, find it from this movie. Yes. <laughs> And he is a he is a happy man now that he's discovered 
the beauty because he is he's a very very handsome man i remember people's this right he's put together his face is put yeah. together well truth be told i knew who mario van peebles was before we watched this but I, you never experienced him yeah i experienced i think this is what he's like in real yeah i experienced mario van peebles <laughs> roughly 10 years older than he was in this movie okay. um he did he did some action stuff like in the 90s and yeah. he's a director writer everything he's mostly behind the camera now but just yeah. to see him as a young man i was like wowie wow this oh, wow chiseled jawline and again pierce not not piercing eyes the way that his enemy has <laughs> Yeah, who's that guy? that guy? Did you look him up? I did look him up. I had to. I did such bizarre research for this where I looked up certain people. I looked up Dixie, and the funniest thing about Dixie, first of all, a working voice actress. She does so mm. many voiceovers for cartoons, video games. Wow. She does all sorts of voice work for like um, superhero animated movies and stuff like that. Um, okay. And okay. you wouldn't think so with that, with those rap skills. We heard no. Yeah. <laughs> but the best thing is when I Googled this movie, you know how they, they showed little tiny pictures of all the people in there? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's image was a headshot of them. Hers was a picture of her on the family feud. Oh. <laughs> so I just, I don't, it's very strange. And then you click, if you go into IMDb, it looks like mm -hmm. a professional headshot, but just... The one image of her clearly on Family Feud is bizarre. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, right now, we don't even know her yet. She's no, not even no, in no. existence in we this movie. We have not been introduced to no. her. We've met his yeah. gang. We've met Grandma. We don't know. Again, backstory about his parents, IDK. But we know he's got a teenage brother, like 13. And um, Yeah, I think that's fair. Right? Yeah. Also, and these, these, I have to ask you this because Dwayne... Wayne wears one, and other people wear them. Hmm. These leather Civil War hats? Like, is this oh. a fashion statement? I assume it was trendy at the time, but I've never seen it before. I don't know. My, I don't know. I don't know, but you're right. <laughs> it's very bizarre, <laughs> and multiple characters wear this hat through the movie. Yeah, I did notice that. I get, Maybe it's a Pittsburgh thing. I don't know. That's right. <laughs> I mean, they're close to the Mason-Dixon line, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, they rap to their grandma. Mm -hmm. um, one of the one of the lines. She's like so I excited. Said, to be, is, she is the perfect grandma, by the way. You want to be just hanging with her. She's taking care of her yeah. boys and trying to keep them out of trouble and you know, you know well fed and in bed. She, she reminded me of the woman who I guess is the housekeeper in Billy Madison. Oh yeah! Like she really has that same type of demeanor. Yeah. To yeah, her, yeah. Um, no, she's great. She's yeah. she's a real like. All right, I'm gonna keep these boys on track. Like you said, don't know what happened to the parents. Don't mm -hmm. know that situation, mm -hmm. but she's in charge and she's got to keep them on the straight and narrow. Mm -hmm. Not doing a great job with Mister Hood as he was in prison, but right. And well, know, and then the other ones stealing car radios. But you know, she's she's a she's a She's, she's doing her best. Yeah, doing, she's doing yes, her best. Doing yeah. her best. Mm -hmm. I loved it when the kid's like, "I'm going to bed, lady." And she's like, "No, you are not, because you have not kissed me goodnight." <laughs> <laughs> Incredible relationship here. They rap to her, and yeah, I wrote the I wrote the lyrics down. We both like girls with big behinds. 
This is what they wrap to their grandmother before it's time for the little kid to do his homework and for Mr. Hood to then go out and party. Yeah, he's got a welcome home party that they have been planning for him. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it's the bar that everything happens in. The audition later happens in this bar, right? It is. The party yes. happens in this bar. Yeah. Neon um, signs that say Steelers and Monoxide. <laughs> Again, welcome to Pittsburgh. Yeah, it took me a while. I did not know we were in Pittsburgh, and I was like, no? "What's the what's? Why does that say Steelers there?" It's not until later on in this movie that we really do get a sense of the city. Of oh, Pittsburgh. when they're when they're out, when they have their little romantic moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. the gang is ruining the entire community, and they're just on like a cute little walk around town. Looking at the skyline. It's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he goes clubbing and kind of meets up with his gang. Um, there is the most brief dance battle that we there see. Is a, the, there's a dance-off. <laughs> yeah. The two combatants then have mutual respect for each other. It ends in a high five. <laughs> yes. That's a good dance-off. I kind of hope that's what we were in for for this that's movie. What, I was like, whoa, all right, so we're dancing in this, yeah. too. We're dancing and we're rapping. Um, he shows up in his suspenders because it's a classy look when it's your welcome home party. That's why, again, I saw him show up in suspenders. I'm like, oh, there's going to be more dancing because you don't need suspenders unless you're going to move around a lot and you worry right. your pants are going to fall down. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot of this movie. This movie was clearly shot in the fall or winter in, in Pittsburgh, like on location. And yeah. it's cold. And mm-hmm. most of this movie is outdoors so like the fight scenes there's limited motion because everybody's just in giant bulky coats the whole time so yeah he shows up and the big issue is he runs into he runs into who i assume dixie was an old flame but she makes it so clear like we were never together yeah no ever but there's a little, there's a little something there, of course. There's a spark. Yeah, it, when they first come, when when so it's there's an enemy, obviously that that shows up, and this guy says that he used to he I couldn't wait around for you. I think right. he was a part of his gang, right? Johnny's gang or rapper, rapping hoods gang. I had no idea because he had one old gang member who looks like it could be like Steve Buscemi's cousin or something. (laughs) It like switched sides. So I didn't know if they were all part of the same gang or if they were always two rival gangs. I think the one guy left because he says makes a comment like his his enemy. What is his name? The guy that doesn't like I have no idea. Do you mean in real life? Because no. it's the, it's no, the most I mean in the upper movie. crust name. Oh. This actor's name is Charles Grant. We'll call him that for this sake. So Charles Grant shows up. and Charles um, Grant has the look of like any villain in like an 80s ski movie. Yeah, yes, exactly. Like it looks like he should be going to war with John Cusack yes. about something. He's got blonde hair with enough on top that it's a little pompadourish, right? He definitely has yep. to use some product mm-hmm. in that to get that kind of volume. You've mentioned several times now his piercing blue eyes. Um <laughs> and yeah, he's just a dick. He, he's he a should, little He should not be in this movie. Like that is not that's not the inner city villain that I would assume we're going to see in this movie. But I appreciate it. That's what we get. Why not make the villain a white guy? Like, that's kind of yeah, cool, Yeah, with his actually. little white gang of, of, of little 
Pittsburgh mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Peons, I don't know. Kids. <laughs> well, they're not the kids. These are adults. These are adults, yeah. Um, I did look Charles up real quick, and I, I made a joke about how he looks like he... Was he on General uh, Hospital? <laughs> no, he was on The Bold and the Beautiful well, there for you have 285 it. episodes. There you have it. He's both bold and beautiful, so I don't see yeah. why that wouldn't be. He, um, yeah. yeah, oh, here's his other... His other He's just, he's also just a shitty guy. He's grumpy. He doesn't want to, he's come to this party to do what? Nothing else but cause shit and chaos because he just wants to have yeah. another, uh, a fight. I guess because I'm, I'm assuming they were on the same gang before and when uh, Johnny got put in jail or Rappin, I don't know what to call him. <laughs> I, I just call him Rappin. Rappin got put in jail. Um, he decided to kind of make his own gang and do his own thing because there's something about, like you said earlier, um, when the when the town when the neighborhood is in trouble, they look for rap and they look for that guy. He's yeah. like the leader, but this white guy is a terrible leader. He's 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 white guy leading. He's like aggressive so and you, angry and uh, sort of um, yeah. abusive to women. <laughs> so, do you think there was a power struggle between white guy and Ice at some point as to like who's going to run this? Crew? No, I think Ice was like. I think Ice was left in charge, and that was probably rubbed the... I wish we knew that backstory for certain, but I think Ice was left in charge, and that rubbed the white guy the wrong way, because he was like one of those situations where I thought I was the next in charge. He's like, no, all right, Okay, I like that. You know, you form your own rival gang, you make your own clubhouse, the clubhouses that these guys have. Oh, yeah. The adult clubhouses. Yeah, which are abandoned buildings, basically. Right? Abandoned buildings. Yeah. How about when we go to the bad guy's clubhouse and they're doing magic tricks to each other? <laughs> well, that's what I love. One of the things I love about this movie and what makes it so silly is they're gangs, but there's like, there's no cursing. There's no, barely no. real. I mean, this guy's kind of a jerk to, to um, Dixie, but yeah. we don't see them like with, with whores and, and like stuff. None of them. You know what I mean? There's no drugs involved. There's not even cigarette smoking, I don't think. No, um, no, not at all. Yeah. He does grab Dixie's arm at one point. Like that's the yeah. most abusive he gets. And Mario Van Peoples or rap and calls him out on that. He's like, don't touch yeah. her like that. Don't don't be so aggressive with the lady. Okay, so so they have their little quarrel and we're finding out that. And the bottom line, I guess, uh, the, Charles just wants a fight. He wants to fight. Um, rapping, and I guess that will deem him the leader of the neighborhood somehow. Such a strange, like yeah. it really is. These are my demands. I want to fight you. Like, I like at really one point is. he lists them A, B, C, or one, two, yes. three, and then Mario Brown Peoples comes back at him with a, a one, two, three counter. <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> two. I love it when he's like, hey, I get it. I'm impressed. Yeah. You guys are cool. Yes. You're macho. He's very and nice. you're pretty. Yeah. He even, <laughs> like, this whole time he says, he, when he, so Charles approaches him aggressively and, you know, and he's like, Rappin is like, listen, I'm not about that anymore. That's yeah. not who I am. I'm glad you're here. But, you know, if you don't want to be here, then you can go. And I'm not, we're not going to fight. I don't fight anymore. Yes. That's not who I am. It's, it's and then he walks away. <laughs> well, he walks away. But before he walks away, this guy, I love some of these lines when, when he goes, "Hey, hay's for horses." I'm like, come on, you are you are the leader of a tough gang. No, he's not this a leader of a tough gang. Say. He's the leader of a Pittsburgh gang. There's a difference. Okay. Good point. Good point. 
There's a bizarre bathroom confrontation. This is at this an interesting. Point, too. Yeah, he goes in the bathroom and, and Marvin people says, and he's mad because he, he he's you know he's kind of doesn't hay for horses. That's a good line, man. I should have said that. I should have come up with that. <laughs> I don't know. Why did I tee him off by saying hey? I know that's I the thing that, that he loves most. <laughs> he goes in the bathroom. He kicks the door open. Some guy's taking a shit. <laughs> Whatever. And when that guy goes, I'm doing something yeah. in here, and then gets up and leaves. I was like, okay, this is a comedy. I understand yeah, what I'm you watching see what's now. Happening? I, he punches. He's angry, so he's going to take his aggression out somewhere. And yeah. without even thinking about it, without hesitation, as if she's been there many times before, Dixie walks right into the male bathroom and is like, hey, I came in and make sure you're okay. There, there was a point in this movie because then – Charles walks in and there's <laughs> an angry Charles. discussion and I'm like, for just a second I was like wait is this the men's room because I have no idea because at the end of this whole discussion this whole angry tirade and and them going back and forth this scene ends with Rappin Hood just yelling bathroom fool <laughs> And leave it. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, I was trying to. Did you have subtitles on? No. The subtitles were awful because when rap was on, oh, uh, those what, what those words were coming fast and furious. And whoever made these or, or whatever AI system created these could not keep up and just left huge chunks out. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lot to keep up with. They're rhyming left and right over there. Right. Yeah. With all kinds of things, so so. But now let's let's actually get into what what this movie's about because I assumed it was just about a guy who was recently released from prison, you know, coming to terms with with what he did and trying to just become part of this neighborhood again. But through no, rap, of course, right? <laughs> Everything's through rap. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, at the end, it shows us rap conquers all and That's saves the day. What happens? But <laughs> Take it to your next now, board meeting. We're now introduced to, like, I I don't know, land development yep. guys yep, in their ivory tower. And we get a guy on the phone be like, hey, I told you, you got to kick these dudes out. We never see the owner of this voice at all. No. But it appears to be the bad I think guy we do behind. at the very end. I think he's the guy in the court that, that they're no, fighting. No, he's not, not the guy in the court. Oh. No, the, the guy at the desk is the guy who's like in charge of all of this. And this, I think, unless I'm wrong, unless somebody the, does show up that we've never there's seen. There's a real estate developer out there yes. that has many multiple buildings he wants to build. And basically he wants to wipe out this whole neighborhood, I think. Like it's not just yes. one house and like this one family going down. It's this whole neighborhood. Streets of people. Mm -hmm. Of houses that, that are already run down and, and, you know, not in the best of shape. And yeah. I don't know, is this the landlord that he sends out to do the dirty work or is this someone representing like the don't real estate know. development company? Don't okay. know. The guy that I, messes I, with them? Or that yeah, gets... I believe it is a your skin tone is closer to the residents of this community so than we'll ours. So we'll send you so in there. your job is to go out there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But he doesn't. He doesn't fit in. He's got glasses and a big fur coat for some reason. <laughs> and I love. I love when he gets scared and 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 and, and, and he'll just kind of st oh. stutter because he's scared. And when he's when then he pays later. Well, we'll get there. But he pays off the 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 white gang to protect him 
from the black gang because they he goes into their anyway. A hundred dollars per day per gang member. And I was like, this is the mid eighties money. How much is that now? Right. And and that's gotta be your entire salary. How are you getting, I don't know, nine hundred, a thousand dollars a day to pay these people? Yeah. yeah, well and for because you're for what? <laughs> For what? To go in and, like, knock over some Chinese guy's fruit all over the floor? And it wasn't the neighborhood that was against him. It was the, it, like, the kids of the neighborhood that were kind right. of messing with it him. It was the or residents, the, 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 not the yeah. small business right. owners. Right, <laughs> right, It's like, you see that guy out there selling gyros on the corner? I want you to knock over his cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. I don't know. So, but this is the story that we're given, is that, that these, yes. these now, there's a real estate developer coming in and going to take over this town that belongs to Rapid right. and the people yeah, if too. You've, if yeah. you've seen Breakin, it's just, it's the idea of like knocking down a community center or whatever that yeah, yeah, yeah. was. But to a 100. whole neighborhood. Right, right. <laughs> yes. And so we the get that little sprinkle. The movies have one blueprint and they're like, I don't know, how do we fit different musical numbers around <laughs> this same plot line? Well, now we get treated to a musical number about food. About food because one of the gang members i don't even want to call these guys a gang it's yeah. just like a bunch of dudes palling around yeah just, with rap it's like the get-along gang yeah. basically yeah the one the one works in like you said i guess it's the i guess it's the town grocery store but it looks sort of like almost a factory where he's got all these yeah. fruits like a and warehouse, veg- a warehouse the there you go in and yes. then it goes to the you know different grocery stores right. and everything right but in town and the one guy works there and the gang comes to visit, and we get treated to a lovely little rap song. What's not? It's 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 such um, G rated. Not that I need my rap to be filthy and and laden with curses or anything, but but it really is like even the beat, even the dance moves. I'm like, they didn't. Who did the choreographing for this? Because it oh, wasn't Paula Abdul. I'll tell you that. Definitely was not Paula Abdul because they're just walking around. <laughs> There's no, there's nothing. There's a couple like bend the knees, duck and weave. Right. And a couple of, and, and they're throwing cans of food at each other and eating food and rapping about, I didn't write down any of what, it's called the snack attack. It's That's the name of the rap. snack attack. <laughs> <laughs> and also for most of the snack attack song, it's just this guy standing there with like canned vegetables and fruits. And I was like, well, this doesn't. That seems very There's healthy. There's chips like, at one point. Idea. There's chips at one right. point. I think it's Moon oh, has the chips. No, and... it escalates to yeah. him, as we said earlier, eating, oh, eating the cake. a cake with yeah. his bare hands. Yeah, just going as in. As his friends rap and laugh at him. Because he's having a snack attack. And then the one friend gets fired, and they run away, and they steal a bunch of food. Yeah, then they, they get get back at that guy. Yeah, the, then this old white guy comes in, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? You're fired. Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. And earlier we heard, because Dwayne Wayne was like, man, they're not going to fire you. You're their best worker. This guy fires him in an Without hesitation. Doesn't, think twice. doesn't even look around to see what, if, how much a mess, or didn't even take time to realize there was just a snack attack on hand. That's all it was. Right, exactly. He's yeah. just having a snack attack, and he's not going to eat that uncooked pasta. Like, that's on the oh, floor. He does but do other that, though. That, he does pour some spaghetti pasta uncooked on yes. 
And dances with it. But it doesn't even seem like it's a huge disruption. It's not like they're just throwing stuff around well, they, they and are. knocking over box a little, yeah. a little bit. But yeah, it but doesn't it's not... get to the point, you know. Yeah, where where you just walk in and say you're fired. You look around and go, What are you guys doing? And so but we don't get that. We don't get we just know that now this kid's fired. And, and this is the point in the movie where I was like, Well, wait, is Rappin' Hood like a troublemaker because this guy had a good job while he was in yeah, prison. Yeah, and now he kind of got the, his friend the fired. The day he gets back, he gets his buddy fired from his job. Well, and then they steal some boxes of food, but they start delivering yes. it to the locals that are, are are a little less fortunate. These big boxes of food that um, a ton of food. And when they put that giant box near. That like you know depression era woman and her yeah. family and her they walk out and it is like Christmas morning <laughs> and this girl just holds up. She's like, "Oh, look at this pita bread that we got here. I am so excited yeah. about this." They got and the lady's like, "I have a feeling I know who did this." Mm-hmm. And the gang runs away and like go back to celebrate in their little dark clubhouse. <laughs> And then you realize that he he is the rapping hood of the neighborhood. He is yes. there to cause a little mischief, but also spread good to those who in need. I think he says he'd rather help those in need than those that are with greed. Right. Yeah. I hope yeah. Ice was keeping this you know mantra going while he was in prison, but it, it doesn't. It really seems like oh he's back now. These people are in for the good stuff. Yeah. Again, yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. The real leader has returned. It's tough. It, it, listen, Eric LaSalle does not have the charisma <laughs> that we see <laughs> from Mario Van Peebles. And then it is the craziest smash cut to <laughs> the an duet. entire song, <laughs> a duet between these two. I'm assuming professional singers. Well, be- yes, right because. Now, the other thing that we have, so we have this gang, we have the streets of Pittsburgh, or this little neighborhood, rundown neighborhood yeah. in Pittsburgh. We have the bar that we go to. The other um, place that we see a lot of is this recording studio, because in not far from, in Pittsburgh, I suppose, is this white guy who owns this recording studio and is just recording all these different black artists that he's finding and, and cutting cutting their singles or whatever. And so we get the joy of like later on when we get that other kid who's singing. Um, wow, <laughs> he's great. Wow, wow. We yeah. don't get like oh, we, we get full songs. So this is a full duet between these two. Like you said, totally professional singer. She's got a beautiful voice. They sing passionately to each other. They're both fantastic. Yeah. And also the fact that you say they're singing passionately to each other. Yes, they are staring at each other yeah. the whole time. Yeah. It's not just two recording artists singing into a microphone looking straight ahead. No, this is this is something between the two of them. Yeah. And it's 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 something. It's 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 pretty great. It it really is. In a in a movie called Rappin', I was really excited to just get this duet that would just be played on adult contemporary radio. <laughs> and the the record producer seems oh for most part until he sees and meets Rappin' Hood, he's moderately impressed by mild to moderately impressed by all the people he hears sing. He's like that was really nice. But when he hears rap and sing about giving up alcohol, he's like, "This, where's this guy been a while? <laughs> Every response. I just heard these two sing, and his response is, that was pretty good. Yeah. And like, no, 
That was fantastic. That was beautiful. And then you hear a guy rapping to two drunks, like lazily rapping, and he's yeah. like creaming his jeans. Like, this, this is the best thing I've ever heard. I want to sign you immediately to like an eight record deal. But but you can tell Dixie, terrible, terrible name again. Yeah. Dixie is, I don't really know what her job is, uh, but she's in the recording studio oh right right she's part there's, of this is her job yeah right. there's like the producer there's an engineer like moving buttons around and stuff and she's just sitting there but she seems distracted because we know she's just thinking about rapping hood he's back in town and yeah her boss is like you seem really distracted you should just take the day what off. a great boss yeah he's and this is where i'm like is he gonna get creepy with her because yeah he's like you seem like something's on your mind she's like well yeah terrible <laughs> but i'm glad she's a voice actress yeah that kind of fits. what makes it seem creepy is him being like you're having some boyfriend troubles because mm. uh you know i just i worry about you i'm just you know i'm concerned for you i i like you a lot and i'm just worried about your choices and i'm like eh, i don't like this you're, you're making me uncomfortable old, right? yeah yes. but then he like you said he says which i would love i love if a boss just looked at me and was like you seem like you're in a mood today just go home with your mood you, you look horrible you yeah. probably shouldn't be here she does though look you know she got her oversized shirt on she's, she looks great listen she looks fantastic <clears throat> yes and those bright colors they put her in so many bright co- she's always in like a giant pink coat or a giant purple coat yeah yeah they really make her stand out around the gray pittsburgh background <laughs> Okay, so we get treated to, so here's our lineup. We had our, our um, food song, our snack yep. attack. Yep. We've had a ballad sung sure. to us. And now we get what we both agreed upon <laughs> is our favorite scene song in the movie. I where there didn't is this, expect it. Didn't nope. expect it and was overjoyed but by this, what I was watching. This also explains why um, why the record producers decided to put his company in in this area, his 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 recording company, because yeah. it is brimming with talent, There's right? Talent everywhere. <laughs> These kids have a choreographed dance that they perform. Yeah. There's a group of kids. I would say they're between the ages. The kids performing are between the ages of eight and maybe 12, 13, right? Yeah, oh, that's that's the highest of high. Yeah. I just put a bunch of ten year olds. That's what I wrote in my notes. Great. The bunch of ten year olds are performing and I I would say a bevy of the neighborhood neighborhood kids are there, aging in range from like three to ten. Okay, right? Because there's yes. little kids there, and there's and it's all the neighborhood riffraff. Like all these kids just look like patchwork of whatever slightly warm clothing they could put on yes. their body. Well, you said it earlier. It's like the Annie orphanage just yes. exploded, <laughs> and here we are, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they, I guess, murdered Miss Hannigan and took off and just ran into this. And group. here they are in full, they have this circle that they, they've made, this sitting circle. And I don't even know what they're, it's a song. It's kind of like a love song. It's from, a, it's right? a, yeah, with some golly G's in the middle. <laughs> golly G's in the middle. It's a love ballad about how your boyfriend's stepping out on you and yeah. I will be true to you. Mm-hmm. And it's a 10 year old singing this to a six year old. Yeah. It's yeah. so strange. Yeah. It's so strange, but also 
the delight on every person's face in this scene. All of these kids think it's the greatest thing the ever. The kids are singing along. Oh, it's so genuine. In it's the, adorable. In the it's freaking adorable. Way. Like, this is kind of, I want to follow this child band's journey in this yes. movie. Yes, I want to see every neighborhood performance they do. And I honestly, I love this little crowd of kids. Because yeah. so, and like we had and said it's, earlier. It's not just, sorry, it's not no. just like this happened and kids flocked to it. It's like this was scheduled and planned. It's like mm-hmm. these kids made flyers and handed it out to the neighborhood children at 10 a.m. on Saturday, we're going to be here. And we're going to play, we're going to sing just this one song. But the kids, they get into it, they're clapping along, there's lots of close-ups of clapping hands and happy faces. And um, then there's, he comes up close to sing to the the six-year-old, as you put it, that he's singing to. And she just is, she's got bangs and she's looking up at him like, oh. Thanks She's for so loving me like, like you do. starry-eyed about this kid because they well, break off and one is more of a, I mean, they're all children, but one's more of like a baritone. One has more like a <laughs> rap breakdown. And I'm like, wow, all these kids have their own little roles in this band. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool, actually. Yeah, it's really, it is. They're well put together, well rehearsed. Yeah. Um, and then the real star of the show comes when you said she had stars in her eyes. Boy, does she almost pass out when Robin Hood shows up and is like, hello, children of the neighborhood. Yes. Why don't Robin. you follow me? I understand that I'm Robin Hood, but I'm also the Pied Piper a little well, bit here. And this is a fun song. Now we get the color rap about green and yellow, green, <laughs> like amazing. the color of the boogers in your nose. Oh, no, rap. it's even Jamie. That would be appropriate to sing to children when he said, Green is the color of a Rasta stash. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> These are children. How many? He also need- says it's the color of boogers when you sneeze. He, so he's mixing. He's mixing it up. He's an adult with with some childlike qualities, right? But yes, yeah. every color they make him sing about every. He color. sings about every color because he's amazing. He can rap about anything, and that's was the whole point. They walk all around town. On a little adventure around the city. And the kids dance alongside him. There's a little girl with a hoodie up front with him. I love her so much. She's just like, yeah. This is, in this movie, more than so many of these other ones, at this point, we have had one song lead into another to lead into <laughs> another. To, I have not heard characters just have a conversation Again, in probably 10 minutes. It's a rapping musical. It's a rapping musical is what it is. Yeah. And I will say it again, and sorry for being redundant, but these children are all local Pittsburgh kids. I would love to get to know someone who had to play one of the extras. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, they were filming this movie in my town. And I just was like, sure, I could sit and listen to somebody rap and <laughs> hop along town with them because they're adorable. But they're, yeah. I saw um, Mario Van Peebles leading a group of children <laughs> down the street. I just joined in. I didn't even get paid for it. It was awesome. <laughs> And it would have been. It is. Yes, it would have been. Um, but this it, is cut short because mm, uh, Dixie got Dixie. out of work early. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he asked to walk her home. We have like the the most like chaste, flirty conversation about him. Oh, he wants to take her out. When can you go out? Yeah. She's always busy. She's, she's like, the only day I'm not busy is the day that I'm working at this club. Yeah. <laughs> so you should go there and rap for my boss. Well, she sees his talent. She sees his innate gifts, yep. and she wants him to. She she wants him to monetize on them, and she's you know it's her. Wait later when she, 
What does she scream? Wait, we'll get there. She screams. When she in this screams movie? at him. Yeah, she yells at him. Oh, I never because she he leaves the. Voice. She does. Oh, we'll get we'll get there because I'm pretty sure I wrote it down. Yeah. Okay. So but this they kind of. Oh, sorry. They, no, go they ahead. kind of agree to meet up, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, yeah, tomorrow night. That sounds great. I'll see you then." Yeah. So now we get we get back to in case you forgot the plot of this movie. Right. We just heard four songs in a row. <laughs> Let's get grounded. We see, yeah. we see the bad guy putting up. Not eviction notices. First of all, stapling them right to the door. That's like, <laughs> quite geez. the way to go. He, he literally, the first one he staples, he staples it right above a mail slot. And I'm like, you could have just put it right through there. No. It's not like a, you have to be out of here. The notice is you have more than four people in this building. First of all, these buildings are enormous. Well, there was a thing that the his boss alluded to where, like, because he, he's sort of a good guy. We get to know this guy, or at least he's got a little bit of a heart. And he's like, you know, I don't know that I could just throw these people this out. It's not, not legal. not a good guy. Well, he mentions to his boss, like, I don't know that this is legal. Can we really do this? And his boss is like, well, you got to find the loophole. Yes. Somewhere in there, there's the loophole. So the loophole he comes up with is this notice that says you're you have too many people in your place essentially <laughs> right, yes. and you have to in the next 48 hours you gotta figure out your situation yeah. or we're gonna knock down the building <laughs> i don't it's <laughs> it's even more bizarrely specific because it's like you cannot have more than four occupants unless they're related oh yeah and this woman again this depression era woman comes out and is so devastated i'm like I assume those three children are yours. I don't. I don't see the problem here. But is she living, living with someone else too? Like I don't. I don't know the whole situation in that house. Or yeah. Also, I have no idea how every single home is in violation of this in this neighborhood. But yeah. We're supposed to suspend our disbelief, and and we will. The gang, Robin Hood's gang of merry men, are like, let's go fucking kill that dude. <laughs> <laughs> And Robin Hood's like, no, 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 just let me go talk to him. He has the most brief conversation, and then the rest of his gang is, like, on this guy's car. He reacts as if they are taking a dump on the driver's side seat. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is this when his brother... Yeah, that, this is that's it. That's it. That's the next next day. Scene. Okay, the next scene. Okay, this is when they yeah. just they just kind of attack his car and they're hanging on to it. And he, like you said, he drives off like get you crazy. They don't have weapons. They don't even have like little pocket knives, which was great because that's what Charles uses to like almost take down. Um, rapping later on. Dwayne Wayne is sitting on the hood of the car. That's right. the most egregious thing that's happening because yeah. Snack Attack's just leaning up against the side and this guy's flipping out. This is when he drives like crazy and like backs yeah. his car into a fire hydrant and he gets into dr- an accident. Yeah. He hits a garbage truck with his car. Well, and that's unfortunate because then Dwayne Wayne and, and oh, his yeah. friend get thrown into the trash. Yeah. But the I think they make a little rap about job. it. I think they rap he about does, how smelly they, they are. They do rap about it. Yeah. They like basically rap about pulling their friends out of a garbage truck. Like yeah. there are times in this movie where everything that's happened, everything we're seeing on screen is also being told to us in rap. And Via it's rap. Yes. So bizarre. No, it's it's, so it's titular. It's called rapping. No, I I no, I, <laughs> I know what movie I watched. Um so this guy then, he calls his boss and he's like, hey, man, they messed up my car. And his boss goes, I don't care. Very next scene, he's back he's there. He's back. 
yelling at the neighborhood people. And it's in this scene that who knew? I didn't know because I thought the grandmother had him under wraps a little better than this. I guess Rappin's little brother steals car radios. It's like his thing. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't want to come down too hard on this kid, but and all these children in this neighborhood, but shouldn't you be in school? I mean, no oh, offense. I know, because it is also, winter. We don't have the summertime vibe. Yeah. But also, there's a lot of references. At one point, they say Happy Kwanzaa. At one point, they say, is this an early Christmas present? And oh, then I was okay. like, so okay, maybe, maybe this is Christmas break. break. Okay. Right. okay. <laughs> when when our our bad guy comes back into town, or I thought he, I called him landlord. That's fine. Um, he's talking to these angry residents and i love yeah. it because the lady that depression air later she just has like one volume and it's loud and she's oh, like how do you tell us to yeah. us my family like like <gasps> you had said there's no doubt she's a local pittsburgh <laughs> theater actor and she is projecting to the back row yeah. every time <laughs> she's on screen we can't live like this <laughs> my family my children just you know she's like this is my big break wait what's this movie called rapping yeah. oh no but mary van peoples is in it it's great so the little brother steals the radio and now yes. mary van peoples is trying to make things okay with the landlord like hey let's work something out and i don't know why he thought this would work i think mary van peoples starts to make a lot of assumptions here yeah, thank so, you for <laughs> cluing me in on what's happening in this thing because i'm like wait does he think that just returning this guy's radio is going to end Squash this Squash everything? Just yeah, defuse I don't think... the whole situation. So he, he de he's dealing with these angry um, residents, and then as he turns to his car, we see um, Rappin's little brother is stealing the car radio and running off with it, making quick work of it, which means this wasn't his first radio. Right, yeah. Um, oh, okay, <laughs> I like that. Nice. And already, before the radio incident... Um, Mario Van Peoples or Rappin was ready to kind of like, let's just talk man to man about this yeah. and see what we could work out. I am the Robin Hood of the neighborhood. I will make the peace <laughs> through rap. Wait, I have not sung a rap song for you yet, my friend. <laughs> that, that woman may be loud, but understand I speak for her. Exactly. And I speak through the words of rap. So just give me a little bit of your time. That, that was the real problem here. He went right in for I'll get your radio replaced and didn't say <laughs> Hold on, I've got some lyrics I can bust right now. But the whole conversation is crazy, like you said, because it's a real like, so wait, so I get your radio back and then we're cool, right? Yeah, we're cool. But like, we're <laughs> like cool, cool, right? Cool. Yeah, no, we're cool. So just so we're on the same page here, I get your radio back <laughs> and we're cool. And he's like, yeah. What more do I have to say? These two are talking about completely different things yeah, right now. Yeah, and I don't think, I think it's just, because I think that the landlord guy can make things really bad for everyone by, like, turning in the little brother and doing, and that's what I thought. He was like, no, I won't do any of that. I'm still going to demolish your buildings in your neighborhood. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm yeah. coming here to You're do. You're all out on your asses. I'm just not going to call the cops on your brother. Right. And, which is yeah, and made turn... very clear, and Mario Van Peebles <laughs> doesn't understand He's this. like, wait, all I need to do is get that radio it's back? Like, wait, and radio you're not return not equals neighborhood saved? But doesn't say those words. <laughs> no, it just uses the cool <laughs> reference. Well, now I think we have to go to these auditions and discuss what's going on here. Because he chases his brother around. Okay, let me just oh, cruise wait. over this real we quick. We forgot to talk about Shorty, yeah, the slime of crime. I think we need to talk about Shorty <laughs> because his brother takes this radio into... What I assume is a pawn shop, but 
only has a back entrance oh, and so there's shady. no lights. Like, there's no <laughs> lights. It's just can't darkness. Pay his electric, right? Yeah, and he gets 75 bucks for this radio. Mm-hmm. Mario Van Peebles comes in and is like, hey, listen, I'll just buy that. And this guy's like, great, $250. <laughs> what a sell-up. <laughs> and this, listen, Mario Van Peebles has some game in this neighborhood where people just kind of ooh and ah at googly yeah. eye at him. Um, but this guy does not. This guy is like, no, this is my deal, and I'm sticking to it. And also it's revealed that Mario Van Peebles used to work for this guy. Because he's even like, hey, come back to work for me. You were the best, which I mean the best at stealing car radios, I guess. I'm guessing, yeah. Uh, uh, But no, he's like, listen, I understand you are a businessman and you're trying to make a living. I will get your 250 How does that sound? Yeah. But I I also have a date I have to go to real quick. (laughs) Which his grandmother's a bit freaked out about. She's like, wait a whole, hold on a second. A date? Because he says it's a kind of date. Yes. And she's like, a kind of date? What's a kind of date? I never heard of a kind of date before. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, hold on a second. Mario Van Peebles is your grandson. He's been on a lot of dates, I assume. (laughs) (laughs) But some kind of dates, I guess. But yeah, so he goes to this club. Before the club happens, we get to see that Charles still wants Dixie back. This is when they meet for a second. That's when he's like, Dixie, come here. Come here, Dixie. How about this guy? He's constantly calling her from the phone booth right outside of where she (laughs) Right outside of her job. I think at one point he's on the phone and we see her walk out behind him. But he goes to try to like, come on, Dixie, we need to get back together. And she's like, no, actually, we don't. And and then doesn't he run into... Yeah, the, 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 the guy who's right? trying to take over the neighborhood or evict them all is in a car mm-hmm. across the street. And I guess understands that there's two rival gangs in this town. <laughs> he's putting things together. Yeah. He, he's like, I think we both have the same enemy. And that's John right, Yeah, And I don't, yeah. based on what we see in a, in a few scenes, I don't know what this conversation was. Like, I don't. Because he's still upset about this radio, and then we see this this dreamy-eyed gang member, like, threaten to beat up his brother. And I'm like, is this all he's telling him? It's like, maybe these two are seeing each other, and doesn't that make you jealous? And this kid stole my radio, so maybe you should go harass him. Well, because, again, all of this is assumed, right? Because he's... Right. he's- we don't hear any of this dixie doesn't say like i'm 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 over you i got with john or like i'm over you i'm with rapping she just won't he was like come here dixie literally he screams that come here dixie (laughs) and she walks away and then this other guy is like hey we both have the same enemy because it's just assumed that she doesn't want to talk to him because she's with john the rapping And it's also I think it's important to mention that when he's when he's harassing Dixie, <laughs> this appears to be shot like from the other side of the street. Uh-huh. And there are people walking by that are watching this, like looking around like, is this a serious <laughs> like domestic issue that I'm witnessing right now? Do I need to call the police or is there a movie happening? Again, I think they just plop themselves in the middle of Pittsburgh, yes. which I love about this movie. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so now they they. They, they these two team up with their with their knowledge of of I guess like you said that there's friction between the two gangs and that there's a love affair budding between his ex and and 
Anyway, they have the same enemy as Rappin, Rappin Hood. I, I want a scene where this guy goes back to his land developer boss and explains all this to him. And the boss is like, what's happening? <laughs> Wait a minute. What's going on? He's like, two so I hired the local gang to help protect me from the other gang that's there. Also, oh, this kid stole my radio, and I'm really upset. He about does it. tell his boss like they made a mess of my cards, and his yeah. boss is like, I don't really care. Yeah, he's like, I pay you enough, you could buy a new car, idiot. Mm-hmm. Which again, I want to know what this guy makes. <laughs> so do I, because I'm like, is, are you paying him directly from your account? It can't be. But also, how do you tell your boss, like, oh, sorry, I made a deal with the local gang. Yeah. And now we have to pay them protection. (laughs) So also bulldoze the gang that we hired. We're going to destroy their property. Yeah, I don't think they took that in yet. He's just seeing revenge. He's very short sighted with his goal. I don't think they realized that (laughs) until the city council meeting. Yes. It's like a light is illuminated. But again, it's through the the city council meeting. What? It's through the power of rap that yeah. that knowledge the is The city council meeting, when halfway through the city council rap, it turns into a, your gang's cool and our gang's cool. Why don't we just team up? And I'm like, what's happening right uh, when now? When the whole yeah. council starts rapping and singing and dancing along, I was like, How is where, this convincing where are we? Them? Where are we? Um, so, so we didn't have enough rapping. We took a break from some songs and some rapping for a couple of scenes here, so we better get back in. We're in auditions now. And here we have Ice T, um, who is singing a song about murder. <laughs> I want to see people in the theater when this came out. And as you said, at this point, they're like, I bought a ticket for rap in here. <laughs> What's all this nonsense? <laughs> What's all this talking? Well, don't worry, theater goers, because you're right. filled with first this song that is uh, Ice T and his group. And it's an aggressive song. Um, and it's... Oh. It's a serious, like a heavy mm-hmm, song mm-hmm. for this movie. They have some about... choreographing going on in there. He's got a little, um, I don't know what kind of gun it is. I don't know. Uzi, I'll say. it's. <laughs> I think you're pretty close. Like it, They're just toy guns that they aim at each other the whole time. Yeah. The song is about, I Murder. do think that it's, yeah. But... <laughs> That's all okay. I picked up. But it's like, it's a real song because it starts out with these two cops who went to the academy Mm. and the one cop shoots a kid like gets really aggressive and shoots a kid the other cop becomes disillusioned and then he just like perches himself on a building and murders people in the streets and i'm like this is a big deal this rap song has a better plot than this whole movie (laughs) when you just explained it i was like this is compelling (laughs) Do you think this is Ice T pitching an idea for a film inside of a film? Perhaps that that Ice T, I wouldn't let it, wouldn't let anything pass. But it's really intense and it's kind of awesome that they brought their little fake plastic guns yeah. to this. And the producer, the, our white friend producer over there, is kind of like, oh, nice. Like again, his reaction to all the acts, the duet we saw earlier, the kid we'll see later. He doesn't seem overly enthused by much, right? But I guess that's how you have to be. His response is a big meh. He even looks at Dixie and is like, this is fine. But you know what? I'm looking for it. I'm looking for that thing, you know, that that real thing. Maybe it's these guys in coordinated sweaters. What letter F on him? What does F stand for? Do we ever get to know the name of their band? I don't know. 
I don't know. Also, the wrapping. Itching is for scratching. It's it's terrible. The follow-up to our iced tea, um, as you explain the story behind this song, police murder, it's a murder song with weapons and guns. The next song is this coordinated. They're all in these sweaters, these brightly colored sweaters with a big letter F embroidered on it. Um, And they are singing the itching. Yeah, like if you've ever song. seen a movie from like the 1950s, mm-hmm. like male cheerleaders wore these sweaters. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, itching for scratching or whatever. They do a Michael Jackson impression. They do yep. a James Brown impression. They it's got some awful. more moves, more moves that like happen. The rap of we're pulling our friends out of a garbage truck is better than this rap. Like it's really, it's really bad. It's not good. It's not good. But what's even worse is the drunk in the corner. <laughs> when we are introduced to these two characters, and I'm like, are these two local comedians that are just like, we need a bit part in this movie? When will you give us a day? Will you give us 50 bucks for the day? We'll take it. And free drinks? Free booze? It's crazy. The one guy, first of all, it's this is a Pittsburgh movie they have iron city beer which i i really do appreciate that Mm -hmm. is a very pittsburgh beer when when i lived out there there used to be commercials for it and this company would brag about how you could not get this beer outside of pittsburgh they would just name other cities where you couldn't get it it's an exclusive beer this guy has like nine empty cans yeah he's got a stack of empty cans in front of him (laughs) And he's sloppily, sloppily slurring. He's like, what are we going to do? <laughs> right? Like, he's not being a, like, the drunk, like, the, huh, some, so, like, these are auditions. It's not just the bars open for people to come in. I don't know why he's so drunk, how it got to this point. The other guy also appears to just be the bartender. <laughs> but he's like, let me enjoy my drink. <laughs> I have no but idea. He's what's on going the other on. side of the bar, which makes you think that he is the bartender. Yeah, it's really the bartender. He came in for work that day and was like, oh my God, there's auditions. I didn't know I didn't have to work. I guess I'll just drink it. And then this local drunk came in and just got sloppy on his ass. Don't you agree though? Like he's slurring his words like in a in a silly way. Like he takes like the direction of be the drunk guy and <laughs> yeah. just gets all kinds of some crazy people in films could do that really well. This guy does no. a terrible yeah. job of it. Um, Which again, I just assumed this was like a local comedy yes. group, <laughs> and they they were just just appeared in this movie because they talked to the director one day. They started to get in a fist. They fight. get a little brawl going, <laughs> and. Robin Hood, Rappin Hood, whatever well, bef- comes in. And, oh, go Before sorry. he gets there, there's the fight starts and the drunk guy is pushed down on the table and the band just stops or the musicians on stage are singing with their F shirts and they just stop and look over. They like <laughs> throw their hands up like, what are we going to do about this? And the white producer guy looks and he goes, what's going on? Somebody stop this. And then... Like a superhero that hears the call, <laughs> like Batman when he sees the symbol in the sky. It's like, now's the time for the lady alcohol rap. Here it yeah, comes. The, oh my God, the lady alcohol rap. It's amazing. I'm so surprised at the end of this. He's like, here's some AA brochures I got. You guys should take these home. Have a read. Check it out. It might be something you're interested in. 
Because it's really like, your liver's on fucked, you assholes. It's like, you're feeling so drunk. You have another, he, he sings this, I wrote down it's silly, because it is. It's a silly rap about lady alcohol, and they got to give up alcohol and, and let the, let just their liver, their liver heal and commit to their relationships <laughs> a little better and realize that the yes. alcohol is just a poison that's taking away their meaning of life. And the, it works. There's 12 <laughs> steps. Let me go through each one. It works. They stop fighting and they kind of take his advice because when, it, when advice like yes. that is said to you through rap and rhyme, it just makes more sense. It hits a little different, as they say. <laughs> and you just, you're, you're, you're like awakened. It's like better than, than, than meditation, than rhyme. It's, it's, yeah, it'll, It'll change your life. And our, our music producer sees this right away. And he just runs right over to him and pretty much offers to cut him a record um, like the next day. He's like, that was amazing. <laughs> when the producer says, did you just make that up on the fly? I was like, I fucking hope so. Because that was terrible. <laughs> I hope that wasn't planned out in advance. But that's that's what I love about uh, rapping uh, Hood is he's like, yeah, it's, I, I mean, that's what I do. I make it all up. on the, Even when he comes to record his album, he's like, did you prepare anything? He's like, no, I'm just figuring it out. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> and the producer at every moment is not like, well, maybe you should have. He's like, that's great. I'm so glad that you didn't prepare anything. What do you want, three words? I'll just give you three words. You want He prepared colors? nothing. He's I'm not even nothing. He doesn't need to. Nothing. Yeah. He tells his producer, he's like, I don't know, throw down a beat for this guy. We'll see what he's got. The moment he says one word, this guy's like, this is amazing. This is the best thing I've ever heard in my he's life. He's got a single focus, our, our rap and hood. So when the record guy comes over and he's like, okay, I'll give what he, that was amazing. You're amazing. I love to the whole time Dixie is standing like kind of in the behind with this a smile that is just hurting my cheeks to think about. It is so big, her grin. And so she's like so excited. She's like, it's really happening. He's getting his record deal. Um, but yeah, the, the, what, um, again, we're short sighted here. What Rappin sees is like, wait, you can give me $200 like tomorrow for recording a song. Cause I need that to buy back this radio so I can get this guy. I need, it's basically in his dumb brain. Cause he's an, idiot it's like i need two hundred dollars to save the neighborhood <laughs> and mind you the two hundred dollars doesn't like stop the development company from developing no. the building. we went over this the two hundred dollars i guess he's got 50 of it saved or stashed somewhere because it's 250 he needs to buy back this other guy's car radio which i think that guy has forgotten about the car radio he has now put money into he could have bought a new car radio but in the meantime, may have bought a new car actually he he is paying off the other gang the rival gang to protect him and also make um, Rappin's life a living hell. But uh, Rappin is not, doesn't care for that. He's a focused guy, and he's like, well, you can give me $200 if I show up tomorrow and just do what I do, which is rap magically, <laughs> then I'll be there. From this point on in the movie, anytime anyone, basically Dixie, is talking to him about this record contract, I wanted to slap the shit out of rapping and just be like, dude. Do you see what this do is? You see what's in yeah. front of you right yeah. now? When she later on is like, don't you want to sign that contract? Like, he could take that recording you just yes. did and make a ton of money off of it. First of all, 
I heard that recording. He's not going to make a dime on <laughs> that thing. But also, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, what is this guy's problem? He didn't even know that his brother was in jail at that point. But he's like, I got to go. So single focused. He didn't even check to see and make sure. Like, again, he, he assumes that people are going to do what he thinks they're going to do. Yeah. Like, that his friend wasn't going to sell the radio in between the time it took him to get the money. Like This is crazy. <laughs> he never even says that guy, can you just hold, hold it, it for Hold it for 24 me? hours. I'll have it to meet you by 24 hours. Right. He just assumes, well, I'll get the money. I'll figure it out. And yeah, I also want to know who else in this neighborhood is like two fifty for that radio. <laughs> Amazing! I'll do it now. Exactly. How did he sell that radio? So I fast? don't know. I wanted it to be revealed that Steely Blue Eyes bought <laughs> this radio. Well, now we do see Steely Blue Eyes <laughs> beating. Well, it's not nice what he does, but it's really not because this movie is what it is. It's not aggressive at all. And so I'm not believing that he's hurting the little brother. <laughs> it's not aggressive, but the dialogue is hilarious. This hulking white man from from a soap opera tells a child he's going to shove his arm up his ass. <laughs> yes. And kind of twists his arm. Like, there's a fight. There's a fight. Kind, well, kind of happens. He's First of all, he's hiding behind a corner. And then pops out to scare Rappin's brother. He's like, hey, I thought she, but she thought. The amount of times in this movie that characters just hide around corners is hilarious. It's, it's, it really is like a children's movie about rap. It's, oh, it is 100%. This is not made for people our age. Um, but yeah, he, he he's... Looks like he's breaking the brother's arm or whatever. He's even like, "You're gonna break my arm," and he says, "Come on, you're gonna tell." He wants him to confess that his brother is is having a relationship with. Uh, yeah, he even says, "Are they having sex?" And he goes, "You mean?" <laughs> he does the thing for this is a visual podcast, yeah. but you do the circle with your one hand and you <laughs> stick the finger from your other the, in there. The rapper's <laughs> little brother does that. He's like, "I know what you mean. You mean this." Yeah. Now, mind you, he they they haven't They've seen each other. The brothers. And these two, we don't. The only next time he he saw, uh, I was going to call her Dakota. I don't know why. <clears throat> That's a better name it's than Dixie. Just, I'll tell you it's why. Just as much a hillbilly name as Dixie. Dixie. The only time we've seen them together, or that the brothers seen them together, is Dixie met them on the magical color rap walk. Yep. And then mm-hmm. we saw Dixie at the audition he went to. Other than that, we don't see them on a date until later. So there is no relationship, really, that's happening no. other than they like each other. But he's trying to get out of the little brother that there's something happening. Again, I'm doing a little gesture here. Um, and the brother's kind of funny because he's like, no, they're not. And then he, like, gives the finger or, like, does, like, a no, 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 right? Like, he's, like. Yeah. It's a, it's a, like, whoa, 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 hold on. He even dusts off the bully's jacket. Yeah. And then he's like, to you, tell you the truth, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he like runs away and like is like, ah, I tricked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is directly after the scene where we saw him meeting with the land developer guy. So I'm like, what information did they exchange in this meeting? I, well, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, it's crazy. But anyway, um, oh, huh. back in the studio, oh, right. this is when we see a child. Male or female? I'm not. Oh, this young singer, yeah, very androgynous, but beautiful. Yeah. 
Oh, it's a great song. <laughs> and beautiful little human. Voice. I don't know either if it's <laughs> if it. I, well, yeah. I think maybe it and, identifies as yeah. a they. They identify and as a they. Yeah, and we know that the record producer is a great record producer because he looks at the engineer and he's like, "Can we uh, can we get a bit more treble here?" The guy turns a knob. So, all right, great, fantastic way to show us the behind the scenes right, part of right. this. And this is when <laughs> I wrote my note. I wrote my notes. Hood comes in completely unprepared for this. <laughs> well, he, he doesn't have any problem saying, "No, I didn't prepare anything." Wait, before this happens, yeah, because this is um, this recording studio. Let's not forget is also where. Uh, I keep calling her all these different names. Daisy, Dixie. Dakota. Dixie. <laughs> these are all these like Dixie. Uh, this is her place of work. And the they're in the recording studio, but there's a phone right there. Oh, no. Somebody comes in and says, Dixie, right? The phone's for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's her boyfriend is calling her ex is, who calls. is calling her who the receptionist, I guess. Yeah. He's like we said, he's at the payphone right outside the building calling. <laughs> and she says, tell him I'm not here. And then, because uh, then he calls. This guy is so codependent for the leader of a gang. And when she's saying this, I love it because her boss is looking at her like, oh, so you're not here. You're playing some kind of game here. All right. Because uh, she said she's left for the day, right? And his reaction is, she left for the day. Huh. <laughs> she left for the day. It's very anyway. suspicious of this. <clears throat> because I assume he's been standing out there all day and he has not seen her leave. Oh, wait, I wrote down the song that this singer sings. It's oh, Someone's Running a Game on You, which is sort wait, of what... No, that's... Is that the song well, that he what, sings? Oh, okay. That's okay. the song that he Sorry. sings. Sorry, I thought, I was like, wow, if that's the song. I didn't it's think his... Intercut that's right. With scenes of his brother That's right, that's arrested. what it is. Someone's Running a Game on You. That's his song. Yeah. Sorry. No, no. I did no, not this, write down the song the young yeah, singer sings. This other person's song is... Far better. I don't know what the title is, but it's not someone's running a game on no. because that's stupid. <laughs> so yeah, he comes in, this producer, totally unprepared, nothing. Running a game on you, which I believe he says that particular line 27 times. <laughs> And then wraps a couple other words. This producer is drooling all yeah. over himself. Yeah. I think that's what they made them say. They were like, try to have minimal reactions to any of the other artists. Because it's true, they look bored when they're watching everybody else. But when this guy is singing, you've got to make like you're really into it. And he does. He really but does. couldn't you do something? Like, if that's, if that's your plan for this movie, <laughs> give him something better to do. Like, give him better songs to sing. I think they think these are good songs. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to suspend my disbelief in this movie and just be like, oh, yeah, yeah I guess this is great. But it's it's increasingly difficult <laughs> every time he performs. And I'm like, well, wait, everyone I've heard in this movie is better than you. <laughs> well, that's even those children. That's the trouble with introducing all these other musical acts, because we get to compare now. And we're like, nobody you're not that good, buddy. But 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 he's, he's got heart. Right. And he's got a message. That he's sure. relaying. And that's that's honestly when, when Dixie gives her little speech to him, she's like, you know, not everybody can express themselves and, and relay the messages like you do. You you really say what's on your mind and it's what's on the community's mind. And that's something you need to share with others. This is when they're on their special date, right? That she gives him this kind of pep talk. Oh, yeah. The Running yeah. a Game on You song while he's singing it. Like you said, we get this montage of 
his brother has been arrested. And I think what you saw earlier when the, the Charles, our, our white gang member, and the, the landlord guy got together, it was to almost say, like, all right, here's where we're going to do I wish we had this conversation. Here's where we'll so get him. I. We'll send the brother to jail, right? And then that'll yes. really get him because he won't know. He'll freak the fuck out, and then he'll have to fight me, right? Like, but, but, but rapping. He takes the money. No, like, Rappin, uh, he can't this, stop talking about this two hundred dollars. Rappin, even the the producer points out like this guy's really difficult because again he shows up. He's like, I got nothing prepared. I don't really want to be here, but okay. And then when the guy's like, okay, great. So tomorrow you'll come and we'll sign these contracts. And you know, he's like, and and I'll write you the check. He's like, no, it's not a check. <laughs> I need the cash. I need the cash right now. And he's like, well, your friend's a little bit difficult here, but okay. And she's like, well, it doesn't work that way. Like you can't just like this isn't. We're not just going to give you cash. You have to, and he's like, "Well, I've, this is when he has his line like, well, 'Well, I'm a terrible businessman, but I've got cash right here in my pocket.' And he gives him exactly the cash he needs, and he bolts out of there. She and you say that this producer is constantly like, "Oh, this guy's really difficult." The scene we're missing is every time Mario Van Peebles leaves the room, I need to see this producer like fanning himself, like, "Oh." <laughs> Because that's his reaction. Everything is like, well, this is not normally the way we do it, but I don't. You're I can't so amazing. Say no to We're you. gonna do this. <laughs> it's really bizarre. Dixie chases him out and is like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, do you hear what he wants to do? He wants to give you a deal. He's gonna, you're gonna let him cut the record without you or whatever. Make your song popular." And, and <laughs> rapping is like, "Whatever. He paid for it. It's just let him do whatever he wants. I've, I've got to go buy a car radio back right now." <laughs> This is more important than my entire future. And this, exactly. She's like, how are you not? It's like you said, where you want to shake him or slap him and be like, do you not see how this could not only shape your future, your family's future, you could probably save your whole neighborhood with the money. Like, let's switch this around. Also, we're not, and I wasn't thinking about this at the time, but we've discussed it. I wasn't thinking about how truly stupid Rappin is, how he thinks this $200 <laughs> is going to save the neighborhood. Yeah, that's right. At the end so of the day, in his mind, he's this a simple is guy. the most important thing, right? <laughs> he's a simple guy. He only thinks about <laughs> what's right ahead of him. This is when she has her like, like desperate lover scream. So he goes yeah. off and she goes, because he goes, it's none of my business what he does with the song and she goes but it could be and it's my business and i wanted to share it with you that's what she shouts i did not even catch off. that line i did because it was delivered so well, well with a lot of emotion yeah because i want to share it with you so Rap and Hood finds out that his brother's been arrested mm -hmm. and very briefly he goes up to Furcoat's office and threatens this guy. Yes. It goes nowhere because he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't call the cops. And the scene ends with Rap and leaving and Furcoat going, I don't know who let him in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Wonderful dialogue. <laughs> and this cuts to a scene of Rap and going to the enemy gangs clubhouse this is where they're doing magic, magic. <laughs> he's doing the like cigarette went up my <laughs> nose where did it go I pull it out of my ear it's the, the only time we see the gang with cigarettes they think, they think it's amazing yeah. they're applauding this he also has a deck of cards so I assume there was it's magic tricks. hour <laughs> the thing. yeah this is the trouble they I get into I couldn't believe 
that that was in this movie. Also, he goes in and confronts this guy. Did you notice? And this is a this is a wonderful juxtaposition, you know, between this childhood magic show that we just saw. Behind Rappin on the wall, there appears to be like BDSM paddles and whips, like just adorning oh the wall. Yikes! I didn't notice that. I assume it was supposed to be like gang weapons, but it's just like a paddle with holes in it, oh. and then like a cat o' nine tails whip next. Oh no, it. I didn't notice. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, these these little rappers in their in their den, or little gang members in their little zen dens. Yeah. This is when they have the argument where essentially the white guy lays out again, like I want to fight you. That's what I want to do, yeah. and lays out his three things. I want you. I want to fight you. I want you to leave town, and I, oh, and I want you to leave Dixie alone. I want to fight you. You got to leave Dixie alone. You got to leave town. Those are just my three things. Each one is represented by a card in this deck. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> And then later, I like he's like, just remember, and he pulls up the king, and he's like, I'm the king. <laughs> like, is that a card trick? Hey, it's for horses. <laughs> um, I love it when he lists his three. Then Marivan Peoples comes back out. Well, I'll tell you what I think about that. Number one, I am not going to fight you. Number two, <laughs> I'm I like Dakota or D- whatever Dixie. And number three, I'm not going to leave town. So meh. <laughs> It's an argument that's diffused immediately when he's like, well, Dixie is her own woman and she can make her own choices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. Wonderful. Also, she seems stressed out in her job right now. I don't know that she has time for a relationship. <laughs> yeah. The only date they had was the date when he had to come visit her at work, essentially. Yeah. Um, yep. But every time he's like, oh, I get to go to the recording studio. Another chance to see you. <laughs> so... That's fine. That's working, I guess. But she really sees... She's got stars in her eyes. She's like, I see this guy making it mm-hmm, big. Mm-hmm. So, and also then, Hood leaves. Rappin' Hood leaves. And immediately, almost as if they probably passed each other in the halls, <laughs> the land developer, oh, landlord, right. comes in and offers... Asks this gang for protection. A yes. hundred dollars a day for each gang member. They work. They out negotiate. A deal. What a deal! Two seventy five on the weekends. <laughs> he's not even around there on the weekends. <laughs> they first asked for two hundred dollars a day. And he's like, whoa, 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 that's too much for my blood. And he's like, okay, a hundred seventy during the week and two ten on the weekends. How's that sound? They broker a deal for I don't know what. I don't know where they where they end. No. And suddenly we cut to Rappin bailing his brother out of yep. jail. Yeah. And also suddenly there's snow everywhere. Well, now the winters come in. <laughs> um, and now the snow is there, and the, the so besides that, these uh, houses and these land want to be bought. The landlord has not kept. We yeah. hear little sprinkles of of the neighborhoods um, or of the people of the neighborhood saying like how the houses are not kept in very good condition. Yep. Faucets are leaking and heat's not turned on. And oh, there's ice in the sink. Ice in the sink, <laughs> which is a bad situation. <laughs> That's a real yeah. problem. Your pipes probably aren't working right. if there's ice in the sink. Things have gotten so bad, actually, while Rappin has been off recording songs and making deals, one, two, three, with his enemies, um, that uh, our, our little family from Oklahoma, one of them is in duress. <laughs> 
there's an ambulance and someone is being taken away. You say dead. I don't think they're on a stretcher. I think she's just in real bad shape. She is strapped into a gurney and being she's taken strapped, away. But also like almost full cast head to toe. Because you like, got to get warm. We just see eyes sticking she's out. She's got and hypothermia. I don't know if full of life or not. There is no heat yes. in these apartments. The heat is not working and it is clearly Pittsburgh in the winter. And the family, and, we do get to see the family go to the councilman. Yes, right? but also, like you said earlier, this woman is putting on an oh, acting yeah. clinic oh, during yeah. this scene, screaming to the heavens, like on her knees. My child, sobbing. my <laughs> child. She's got a hypothermia, she says, right? But you're right in that they go to, I don't know, city council or whatever. Yeah. They go to a judge or something. And his response is, hey, I don't know. It's your word against his. I guess I'll make a meeting. We'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah. But that leads us to this meeting that we're now we're treated to. Please tell me. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I did my, not know. I thought I, this lady was I didn't know whose team she was on at first because oh, she looks so scary. Who did her wait. makeup? A blind five year old who whose did her makeup. She was on. You didn't I didn't know, know she was, was with the bad guy. From the jump? Well, wow. once we started in on it, I realized. But when okay. we she first appears, I'm like, what is this woman? What is going on? Also, this man appears to be giving everybody oil. So <laughs> I don't know why they're doing this. No, he's like he's, he's giving literally... a limited amount of oil, is what it seems. <laughs> he must be oh, he's the okay. oil guy is there in town. And he's he's limiting how much oil he gives to them, just enough, I guess, so that nobody no must have happened because of the meeting with the councilman. And the councilman might yes. have, I mean, this is all assumptions, right? But the councilman <laughs> maybe said like, give them enough oil to heat themselves. You know, we don't want another yeah. hypothermia victim on our hands. So he is this <clears throat> oil guy is filling the homes with the oil, as they do, and this woman. <laughs> Magnolia is her name, I believe. I mean, I don't know. Even just calling her a lady of the night is incorrect. Her? Every. Once she's in with us and she raps for us later, and I'm like, okay, she's cool. And I see that she's like cool. Her makeup that they do. It's it's, her eye makeup are these bold colors, like orange and bright yellow, and shaped in her eyelid, like triangles right like it's this weird like almost like david bowie style like yeah what is it looks like david bowie it's bizarre that's why when she first comes on screen i'm like who is she what is this woman doing immediate like there was a moment and i do not mean any offense by this where i was like is the reveal gonna be that she's a dude like i was like is that what's gonna happen here because i'm not ready for or did the child children help her because she just like a quiet simple like is it the oklahoma each other's shoulders and... wearing a giant coat. No, 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 no. I thought maybe the kids helped her. Oh, like, okay. we're gonna make you really pretty, and they, because she's also got like bright, crazy color hair. And anyway, because this is not a character we've no. seen in this movie. No. That's the other thing. Set it up. Introduce this woman earlier. Let us see her. Show her right. getting the strangest makeover we've ever seen. <laughs> but I haven't seen this character. I saw the guy selling gyros. I saw the Chinese guy running a fruit stand. Like, but now we're introducing. I even saw the Italian guy new. running the little deli. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, but we didn't get the town whore. But now we do. No. We have her. And she looks at the oil man and she says, I haven't had my oil changed in a minute. And he does not hesitate. Uh, and for a second, because this is a very G-rated movie. The raps are G-rated. Yes. The There's yeah. no, like, even the fight scenes. There's barely, right. yeah, it's very, very 
um, very innocent. And then all of a sudden we're getting treated to what is happening here, this scandal. But also, I feel... Not to get too far away from this. Also, I feel like there were things that happened in this time period, and we've seen it in movies before, where you're watching a movie that's rated PG. Like, I'm just going to, as an example, The Money Pit, uh-huh. where the guy comes over and he's like, hey, when ladies usually call a plumber, they're uh, looking to have their pipes. Ch-. I'm oh, like, yeah. right, this is a PG-rated movie. As a kid, I was like, I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> I get it. It's kind of dirty. So this was more acceptable back then than it True. is now. But you're right in this movie that has been so clean. It's we now get like a bustier and yeah. like legs and off. like he's in his boxers and there. And again, it's this little montagey uh, thing that happens yeah. where so there the rest of the gang has taken over the oil truck and it's piping oil into all these homes. And now it seems like a dangerous amount of oil because you see their radiators are like <laughs> glowing orange. <laughs> I'm like, now that's too much heat, I think. Yeah. I assume everybody just had the heat turned up to like 180, being like, well, maybe this will do something. And now it's all kicked in at once. And we see all of these residents going like, oh, the heat's back on. Oh, look at that. Did you notice the family who's like, our radiator's working? There is a little girl coloring on the floor that's so into coloring, she does not care that they have (laughs) snow. Her mother has to grab her and move her toward the heater, which I assume the director's screaming, like, get over there right now. (laughs) Go warm yourself by the heater. She's like, I'm not done. That's kids for you, though. Right. And also, you said, I mean, this is a it's not really a sex scene, but almost as if the producers or whoever's editing this movie is like, I don't know. This seems maybe too sexy. There's like <laughs> those those cartoon noises, noises. yeah. Like, it's all through, like his pants fall down, and it's like boing, 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 boing. <laughs> It's so strange. Uh, but she's only doing this; she distracts him just yes. enough until, um, till it feels like Robin, she gets the clue. Robin and his boys, Rappin and his boys, yes. can steal the truck, go around the whole neighborhood, mm-hmm. and give everyone enough oil. Yeah. To heat themselves, silly, really. Yes. It's, it's, it, I think it's dangerous the amount of heat coming out of those radiators. But I'm not, I don't know. Um, but, um, but then one of the, she says, "Oh, my husband's home," and one of the gang members, I think that's what it is, or somebody. Uh, it, who is I think it? His name Snack Attack. Oh, is it? Is that? Oh, yeah, Snack yes. Attack comes in. That's right. Yeah, it's Snack Attack that comes in and. They joke because the guy's got to hide under the bed, so they bounce on the bed that he's hiding under yep. for a little bit. And she's like, you better get out of here, and kicks the oil guy out, and then hugs and high-fives snack attack, like, we did it. Yeah. We helped heat the neighborhood. She also, makes this oil, she also makes this oil guy pay for not sex, which oh, yeah. I think is great. Yeah, she does. And he runs off into his oil truck with his pants in his arms and his heart yeah. boxers. And, um, and then he drives away. He doesn't know. No, he doesn't know what doesn't just happened. Know. We do quickly flash to the land developers who's like, well, now they all have oil. This is a disaster. How could you let this happen? Well, we see those the white gang just accosting some of the business owners, too. Yeah, That's a weird... we now see that this is what they're paid for, which is to go to in and up. just wreck up yeah. the place. And I was like, oh, no, not the Greek guy's gyro cart. <laughs> they dump it all over the place. Not the Asian guy's fruit but stand. But they're also, for all this stuff that they're wrecking they are no match for grandma and a broom she comes out and beats them <laughs> up does. with a broom she's a tough cookie that's why you gotta love her right 
And the whole time, Rappin and Dixie are on their, I'm going to say, Pittsburgh date. Yes. Where they go up to, it's called Mount Washington, Jamie, where you can oh, go. Oh, is it? And, like, okay. You can look out on the whole city. But, yeah, that's where they are. I love the fact that they filmed this in winter because there's nobody it's so around. so gray, too. It's a, such a sad state of Pittsburgh. They meet up. So then the, the white gang meets up. Uh, with the landlord for their payment mm-hmm. and the the guy like the landlord's even like so what did we work out and the gang member tells him this is the money and he goes here it is and then the gang member goes well this isn't enough yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such a strange relation here and they demand more money but this interaction is broken up by the good gang right. showing up right. ice everybody basically except for rap right and this is when they have that karate fight, right? Don't they it's, start it's out? It's the most brief karate <laughs> fight. But I do have to say, this guy who said hey is for horses, when when he goes, well, the Lee group is here. And they're oh, so confused. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, there's homely, there's ugly. And I like how he goes, and there's dumb Lee. <laughs> These guys, these grown men are children, and it's hilarious. Oh, my God. These jokes are so great. He's the, he before the, he was the gang comedian, right? Let's let's be yeah, honest. Oh. <laughs> when gang comedian slash magician. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, <laughs> there's a big there's a big goofy fight that happens. Yeah, and then Rappin shows up in the middle. And like of this you fight. said, they're in a winter. They're outside um, behind some dumpsters <laughs> in the winter, Baltimore. so they're in their really heavy coats and they're. Kind of the whole, the, both the gangs are in this like fist fight, and yeah. oh, and uh, Dixie's there, and she's just like, ah, what's gonna happen? <laughs> and it gets a little, it gets a little intense because it gets bad because because the white guy Charles pulls, pulls a out knife. a knife, a pocket knife, and he does yeah. that thing where he just like he just <laughs> flashes it, eh, gonna get you, gonna get you with the knife. I mean, it is scary, and uh, it's finally scary. It's not. That this is scary, but when Rappin wins the fight and holds a knife to this guy's the throat, face and and t- <laughs> I, even when even when you see the white guy's face, and again, okay, so audience, I'll do a thing. He looks so scared. He looks so scared. It's an, it's an angle of Mario Von Peoples on top of this white uh, soap opera actor with a knife, a pocket knife, very close to his, his chin, and so. The white guy has this extreme frown on his face, like, oh, my God. And his eyes just keep really, like, really looking down at the knife, like, yes. oh, and then up at Mario Bob Peoples. Oh. So animated, so goofy yes. that you're like, oh, my God. But Grandma, again, comes back out and is like, don't do it, baby. Don't do it. Because yes. this could mean if he's already injured some guy. Oh, right. Yeah, we know permanently. I assume he's on parole. We have. We have That's not what I'm worried about. about. Like, that. Yes. and I think that was the whole worry. Like, he a shouldn't be getting into any fights, and now he's yeah. in a fight, and now it's a knife fight where he has the potential to really hurt this guy. And he's like, oh, he's like, I wasn't going to do it anyway. The, I wasn't. But the gonna look do on it. his eyes, yeah. the look in his face when he says I wasn't going to do it, I'm like, I am not I don't convinced think that's that you weren't going to yeah, do that. I think actually I'm suddenly worried for Dixie, and I shouldn't be. Yeah. And when Dixie comes over, and he's like, "Who were you worried about?" And she was like, "Both of you, actually." That was really <laughs> intense. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't want anybody to get hurt. And he's like, All I right, do fair. like. 
way earlier in this movie when he's like, so why are you with that soap opera actor? And she's like, well, you know, there's there's a different side to, to him that you don't see. And later on, I was like, oh, she's talking about magic tricks right now. <laughs> All right, so anyway, the cops show up, but everybody's dispersed. Yeah. No big deal. And then we cut to court. Who, or court, or whatever this, whatever like this thing is. a council meeting or something? Like it, a town? it is like a council yeah. meeting, yes. Where I assume they all just sat down and the council's like, well, we've reviewed the documents and uh, I believe that this land developer is in the right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, everybody, time it. to go home. Not, nope, not that quick. Because the whole, the whole neighborhood is there. It's packed, right? <clears throat> and they, <laughs> they want to hear good news. And that verdict yes. is not good news. So who steps up? Because he can't stop, and he won't stop, <laughs> and he climbed that mountain. <laughs> that's that's this song. And that's wait, I had song. the beat after I watched it, and I couldn't stop it. And now it's I can't stop, I won't stop, climb that mountain, and the whole all everybody gets involved in this song. Everyone. The neighborhood, the councilman members, I think even the developers start singing it. He goes up to the developer, raps in his yeah. face about him being a greedy man and taking away these homes. He goes, yep. everything gets resolved through this one courtroom scene or council. Everything. Every, he goes up to his little enemy there, the white guy, Charles, and raps to him and he raps back about being friends and being okay yeah. and joining forces. Um, then the whole lineup of older councilmen and women are rapping too about can't stop, won't stop. They're rapping and clapping and, and doing everything. And I guess this is the solution to the issue because everybody's fine then. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah it all, Problem it all solved. It's, a, it's an infectious beat. It takes control <laughs> of everyone. And then suddenly the movie just, the movie ends. Like that's the end. I, I appreciate it. There's not a, we don't need to see he and Dixie sitting down talking about their future together or anything like that, because now it's just a single shot of the gang walking down the street, rapping basically the end credits. Mm -hmm. And like I said, when this started, I paused it and I was like, there's eight minutes left to this movie. <laughs> what are we doing How with that? How is this possible? But every character, no matter their insignificant role in this movie, gets they a all get a part to rap. rap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. After all of these raps, and I don't want to fast. No. Listen, if you want to talk about individual raps, that's great. But at the end of this, just in case you were wondering, the record producer comes out of nowhere with a contract and oh. Rappin signs it. Oh, the end. But then we get to see Rappin's signature, John yeah. Rappa Hood. Yep. Ama- he signs over the whole paper. Oh, with a Not sharpie. Not just on the line, it's enormous. <laughs> yeah. A big giant sharpie covering all the words and that are And now everyone is so happy because now their their little town has been saved and the, the appointed leader of their town is now going to be making it big and making albums yep. just singing about, um, I guess, how great the town is and how coming together is a wonderful thing. And and then, yeah, the ending is yeah. a delight of everyone that we've seen in this movie getting a little time to spread their rap around. Everyone. All the peeps. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's lovely. I have oh. to say... This yeah. felt like a good times, great movie movie. <laughs> I this was a this was a this was a wonderful example for me. It was one of those movies, that, and we covered these all the time. I didn't really enjoy it while I was watching it, but boy, I appreciate yeah. it now. This discussion was super fun. It's elevated my opinions on this movie. Um, but 
But as I said before, it's not like, a good movie. <laughs> no, it's not good. But the scenes that were good, the scenes of those rapping children, like I was having the time of my life yeah. watching that dumb scene. Yeah. No, it's yeah. it brought a little joy. It's so yep. funny because when we we were talking about a, a our last movie and it was such a serious movie and and um, yeah. you know taking taking this podcast a little more seriously by fi- finding the films of the eighties, not the movies, <laughs> but the films of the eighties, right, the films. Right. Um, this is definitely an eighties movie, not an eighties film. This right, is definitely. Exactly. That I I would recommend, like especially if you're gonna have some kind of '80s theme night, a rap theme night for sure. Um, this this is a fun, just like oh. put it in, and you're just gonna be like, what? Put this thing on in the yes. background at mm-hmm. any party, mm-hmm. and it will be awesome because you do not need to pay attention to what's going on because there's barely a story. And here. then but no, at any no. moment you can look at the screen and be like, this is crazy. <laughs> No, it was fun. It was it was a good time, great movie yeah. is what it was. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Is your recommendation just to watch this? Well, no, I had my okay instinctive recommendation okay. right after yeah. I watched it was because this movie has such a childlike charm to it. Right? Yeah. I thought of that yeah. show Bluey. Have you watched it? Your kids? Are, do you do, know the show I, Bluey? <laughs> I like every adult I've ever met that have kids that watch Bluey. I adore yes. it. I think it's I think it's phenomenal. It's a really cute. Now, I yeah. I think Bluey's got a little better message he's sending and and is he's but it just it's 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 uh I'm waiting for the Bluey episode where he raps about how bad <laughs> vodka is for you. Well, I think instead of rapping, they have these Australian yeah. accents, which are really fun, right? Yep. So they don't rap in Bluey, at least not that I know. I haven't really watched that many episodes. I've only seen a few. And the few I've seen are adorably yeah. charming and Great. make yeah. me feel warm on the inside. And I think this movie has like an adorable charm to it, like like an episode of Bluey. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, show your children this. Talk them through the episode. Talk saying, them through the scenes where this woman watch is this basically going to have sex with a gas guy. Right, now, so take that can... back. I didn't say watch this movie with your children. I said okay. that it's got that vibe to it. I mean, it does. Essentially, with a couple of adult themes thrown in yeah. there, this is this this is a G-rated movie about a guy yeah. trying to just help his town. You know. Oh, I I agree. And the thing that I'm really surprised by, and sometimes we run into movies and we're like, oh, no, we've never heard of this. And then I'll hear from people that are like, oh, I grew up with this movie. I saw it a ton. I've never heard anyone in my life talk about this movie. And I'm kind of surprised by that because it is really fun. Like, I've heard of Breakin' and I've heard of Breakin' 2, right. but I almost feel like I've heard of them as just the butt of jokes. Yeah. I'm surprised that... I'm surprised. I'm gonna I have to ask my this. brother if he if he knew it. My, he I yeah. I don't remember. I didn't watch it as a kid. That's for sure. sure. And I don't remember seeing it on like you you talk no. about some of these movies that then got played on HBO or on. Yeah. I don't remember ever seeing it. But oh. but it had enough familiar because it's got the you know in line with breaking. It had so much familiar about it that it wasn't yeah. like I was thrown off by it by any means. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, my recommendation is a movie from 2003, directed, written, and starring Mr. Van Peebles, um, which is a biopic about his dad, oh. who was a pretty famous director. Oh. Um, his dad's name was Melvin Van Peebles, oh. and he he made it big with like black exploitation movies, 
Um, a movie called Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song <laughs> is probably his most famous. Um, and he directed a movie about his dad playing his dad called Badass. Interesting. Uh, from 2003. Cool. Yeah. So, and, and his dad, his dad, like, I don't know if he was French or could just speak French, oh. but he, like, wrote books. He wrote French books and then made movies. Wow. Off of those. Yeah. His, Very his cool. dad was a pretty big yeah. deal in, in, like, the 70s. Wow. Uh, so that's my recommendation. Cool. Good recommendation. Um, <laughs> Little... So we're gonna we're gonna move pretty quickly here. Yeah, I got the my got my second uh, pee yeah. wiggle happening. Yeah. So next but look time, how long we went. I can't believe it's almost I two hours that we've been talking I about. I can't believe that we talked about this. Honestly, movie for two hours. I think we kind of got another two hours if we oh, really we dissected yeah, some of these. Scenes. I fast forwarded yeah. through the last twenty minutes <laughs> on this podcast. Um, we could have really. All gone. right, so yeah. I I think we picked the latter, not splash. Okay, so yeah. next time, we, we had originally <laughs> planned to cover Tough Guys Don't Dance a while ago. We couldn't do it because we could not find the movie. <laughs> to my delight, honestly, just before recording for fun, because I was sign. working from old notes that had Tough Guys Don't Dance yeah. as our next, I found it. It's on Amazon Prime. And it's ours. And that's the movie we're going to cover. Yep. All right, everybody. I gotta. I gotta leave for Jamie's. I'm gonna leak. I'm gonna bust. Everybody, have a great two weeks. Until then, have a great two weeks. Whatever. I mean, try See to you wrap guys. it out. Say goodbye in a way that says, "Have a good day on your day." Oh, I don't know. I'm not a good rapper. I was gonna say you didn't need to do that much at the end, but okay. Right, bye. Bye, everybody. That was quite the pause. I I frantically was like, oh no, my my hand isn't near my keyboard. Um, because the two and the one had a a long pause. You took such a long pause. It gave me a moment to actually collect myself, compose myself, and hit record. Oh well, good. So you're in a more present state now to (coughs) join us. Gross discussion that. Thankfully, our listeners weren't privy to. Yeah, we had some dirty talking before this. Yeah, before yeah. this movie started, before this recording started, but yeah. we're, we're cleansed now. We're clear the, of that. The only regret of us shutting down our uh, Patreon is that people don't get to hear that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this. Yeah, I have to say, before we get into the movie. I feel like if you could do me a favor next mm-hmm. year, I know mm-hmm. you're really into choosing movies now. Like, mm-hmm. that's your thing. I mean, you say that and then you never send me the list <laughs> that you made. Um, can you hey. please pick our Black History Month movie? Because I feel like everyone I choose is like, I don't know. 
rap or something like i feel like i'm really i know we don't want to cover the color purple it doesn't really fit heavy. In with that's a heavy movie here. for us to right. take on but, yeah yeah but i feel like every time i'm like i don't know there's are you breaking, doing justice to them there's breaking <laughs> two there's what was the other rap one that we covered uh it wasn't it with just, the wasn't it with the those boys the fat boys yeah those boys who were fat yes. yeah <laughs> Which is the thing in a rap group. Every you've, every rap group of friends has to have a fat friend. And typically they're just called fat. Like I think this guy is just called yeah. fatty. Right? I think dis- I disconnected my microphone. Oh, what happened? And... What happened? But I'm, I'm all back. And I was talking about the chubby rapper. Yeah. Well, I was, I was excited and also angry that the one character in this movie that is slightly overweight i wouldn't even call this guy obese they make him they make him sing a song about food and then eat cake with his hands like some sort Boy, of do they monster. make him sing a song when we get to that which is only like the second or third song in i was like okay this is this movie this is this movie but that happened in that fat boys movie they danced around the school remember like the high school in the stairwell mm-hmm. singing about pigs mm-hmm. and stuff and i was mm-hmm. this is insulting and i apologize to i'm assuming our large black audience for choosing these movies (laughs) but this is like when i type in it sounds bad to say like i just go into google and i type in like black 80s movies and this this is the this is the work he does people this is the research (laughs) it's intense work oh i'm sweating (laughs) and he he sees the top few and he's like we'll take it marrow van peoples i'll take you Oh, I'll take Mario Van Peebles. I'll listen. I'll take Mario Van Peebles' enemy in this movie with those those steely oh, those blue dashing eyes. eyes. <laughs> that guy looks like he wandered off the set of a soap opera, and they put a leather <laughs> jacket does. on him. He does. I love that these two crews are against each other. <laughs> I love this rivalry. I love. I love that it looks like, for the most part, outside of you know. I'll say the major, more major players. Looks like they hired pretty much local Pittsburgh people to play the other roles. <laughs> and by local Pittsburgh people, you mean Greek and Chinese people, right? <laughs> well, those are the, I love that too. I love that in the end, everybody gets to rap. Oh a little. my God. The, I know that you are a big fan and so am I of shutting a movie off the moment credits roll. But when I there's looked and no, I was like, wait, yeah. there's 10 minutes of this left. And Everyone raps. Everyone. 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 It's like the Sesame Street of rap. It's pretty <laughs> great. They all come out from the neighborhood and they all have something to say. The guy in their own, and the guy, their own way. The guy could have been rapping about gyros. I have no idea, but maybe he was. And I don't know if you remember all the people rapping. Do you do you have a um, a choice of who was the worst rapper? Oh well, there were some that were just not good rappers, but. Um... Let me see. I don't think I wrote okay. down my worst. Did you have a worst? I do because, and you know what? She's trying her best. Dixie was horrible. Oh, Dixie. Yeah, Dixie. Oh, Dixie was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Including her name, Dixie. Yes. What a terrible name for this character. She rapped with a southern accent. Did you note that? I did not. So you think she was like cramming that southern accent down for the whole movie but when it came to song she's like i can't do anything else i think that's how she thought that a white girl was supposed to rap. okay i mean yeah i think that's what she thought you know what that's i don't know dixie's choices sometimes in this were very 
Dixie, Dixie's choices. Although, what was she given to work with, really? About, what was she given to work about with? about wardrobe's choices to make her appear to be swallowed by a giant coat for most of this movie? <laughs> she Well, in the 80s, you liked your oversized shirts and your oversized earrings. Yeah. It's, she wasn't, uh, for the time, she was, you know, pretty fashionable. And again, I do like, because I did feel very, when we set this movie up, we were in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I did feel very pittsburgh oh about it. it's it is it's right there flash dance is right around the corner i can't mm-hmm. when they're running across the train tracks i kind of expected the two movies to crash into each other to, to, yeah wouldn't that have been a delight it, yeah yeah this bar has hey that guy didn't feel. have a rap yeah. the guy that was selling the the car radio did he get to rap the oh no he didn't he didn't get to rap no no, I but I enjoyed his. To performance. be fair, it, it, it really yeah. seemed like they pulled an actual actor. I'm gonna say in for those scenes, and that guy was like, "You got me for three hours. That's it." <laughs> because I really did. I felt like he was giving more than most people in this movie, or no. seemed like a seasoned professional. Okay. As opposed to a lot of maybe the... he maybe they scooped him up from the local Pittsburgh theater group, <laughs> and he was like. I'm going to shine. This is motion picture. I love your idea picture. that these are all local actors, except for, I assume, Mario, Mario. Van Peoples and yeah. Dwayne Wayne. And Dwayne Wayne, who makes an appearance. And I kept saying, is that Dwayne Wayne? It's his. They it's don't Dwayne give him enough to do. I mean, I know it's it's pre-different world. Pretty early on, but, I think, in his. Yeah. They, he, he, he is part of the core group, though. Yeah. And what's his name? He, his name is Moon. His name is Moon. I don't know yeah. that it's ever said in this movie. If IMDb didn't no. exist, I wouldn't know that. And Eric LaSalle... In IMDb, you get to know it at the end. I love how they name everybody at the end when they're rapping. Oh, do they? they put their little names I'm sorry, down. I was yeah. transfixed by the rap. I wasn't even... Oh. I didn't even see the I, words I on screen. Understood. No, but what, what were you going to say? I was going to say Eric LaSalle of uh, ER fame. Um, they Which do, one was he? What? Was he the other rapper guy? Yeah, they the do, they do refer to him to as Ice. Yes. Multiple times. Yes. So at least his yeah. character name is presented, but I don't think. And Ice T is in this. Isn't that Ice T? That's Ice T. No, you're right. It's, it's his birthday. <laughs> if you're listening to this on the day it's released, yes, it's Black History Month, but it's also Ice T's birthday. So really, this Double just whammy. is perfect. <laughs> Ice T's talking about mass shootings and corrupt cops. Yeah. And he's holding like, a wow. like an ooze like a gun. Yeah. Oh, they brought props and, yeah. to this. Yeah. It's well, I mean, at least they didn't have their matching t shirt oh, t sweaters. <laughs> All right, we're just sprinkling bits yeah, of this movie I have throughout no this idea opening, at this so. point if I like this movie or I hated it so much. We will we will suss this out as we talk. Fair enough. Okay. But I, I introduce, yeah, right? Yeah, you introduce. I took okay. notes, kind of. I took some notes. Okay, I took I mean, notes in the way that you can but take I was enjo- notes about I, music videos. Oh, <laughs> or the little, okay. okay. <clears throat> Let's just get this started. Oh, why is my volume so high? Well, it doesn't look that high. I'm going to leave it. Leave it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies.